Huh? Hey, D, did you see the trunk on that elephant? How much luggage can't carry? This dude here. <laughs> Let me out. Hi, this is Taj with a tad too far. There's going far, there's going too far, and then there's us a tad too far. Um, I'm here with uh, my bro, my my main man, Dietrich. What's <laughs> up? So, and this is uh, part two of our uh, binary, uh, uh, you know, shows that we're doing. So, uh, last week we did, you know, adult actor as a republican this week we're doing adult actor as a democrat so um and the, the elephant joke so um but uh yeah so how you doing d you doing ready to just jump in good, man. doing pretty good thank you <laughs> okay all right so i picked uh for my democrat candidate i picked uh amber lynn uh with a ly and then so um Part of why is so in her personal life, she's a daughter of an Air Force officer. Um, she does have a little bit of a kind of a tragic childhood type of thing. Uh, she was placed in foster, I mean, her parents got divorced. She's uh, mom had a nervous breakdown, put in foster care, was sexually abused, um, and then but got back with her mom, then car accident, and then went back into foster care, and then went back to the father. And then he died too. So, but it's like she has a good, I mean, it's tragic, but she has a good right. story uh, for the past. Like she, she knows every part of the uh, governmental system in the sense, you know. Okay. Um, and then, uh, but she started uh, her career. And I, I guess I should put my warning at the beginning. <laughs> uh, we're talking about adults, adult actors. And actresses, um, we're going to try and keep it PG-13, but just warning that, you know, this ain't necessarily for all the little, <laughs> the little ones. <laughs> so right. uh, unless you're, you're ready to sit down and do some explaining, <laughs> you know. Um, so uh, she started in uh, magazines. Uh, so she did all the big ones. So, uh, you know, and then she went from uh, the adult magazines to films. And then one of the big things that she started, um, which she opened the door on, is uh, the, the having adult film actresses go around doing uh, clubs, so doing dance uh, touring clubs. Right. And so, like, when she started doing that, like, uh, it said that uh, she was making $32,000 a week. Uh, right? It's like... Um, but but that just you know but she's done some non-adult stuff so she's been in the man show she's been in in two movies called um evils of night and 52 pickup um but from there i mean she's also a big philanthropist <laughs> if that's how i say it correctly because uh, she's yeah because she's done fundraising for uh youth aids 
uh, Foundation, uh, Childhood uh, Cancer Awareness, uh, Southern California Toy Run, um, and some other ones. And so, but uh, kind of like the, what I was talking about last week, I mean, she doesn't just do that. Like she's been a webcam model. She has her own uh, radio talk show. Uh, and then she's also a real estate agent. So in California, mm-hmm. like she, yeah, she does all sorts of things. You're like, she does not stop. And so that's where it's like, I could totally see somebody that has, you know, so many things and fingers in different pies and so many practical experiences running for political candidate, you know, um, as a Democrat. And again, I, I wasn't quite going presidential, but I mean, you know, I was figuring like Senate, you know, at least something, you know, I wanted to push that envelope of something that's high enough where people would think it kind of scandalous that she came from the adult film world, but then high enough that's still achievable. And I think with something with her, it's like, yeah, people would give it a second thought, but if you look at all the stuff she's done, I mean, she knows how to do new programs and she knows how to do fundraising. And so um, I kind of thought that like her platform would kind of be like um, anti-drug for sure. I mean, she might be, you know, being California, you know, might be, um, you know, marijuana legalization for sure, but for sure anti-cocaine because she's, she, she had a bad experience with that. And so, you know, it'd be that fine line of, you know, legalizing part of it, but making sure the rest of it was anti. And then um, because of all the different fundraising she does, I, I, you know, she'd be very much part of that, that new wave of Medicare for, for all or making sure that Medicare medical expenses are, are there for people. And so that's kind of where I put her uh, political campaign uh, platform at. So, Okay. It, and that's kind of why uh, it was – that's why I kind of thought that she'd be good as a, as a Democrat. So and plus she's from California and California already had Arnold as a governor. I'm sure California is just waiting to have their first, you know, adult actor as a Senator, you know? Yeah. That is probably not very far behind. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not very far at all. Oh man. Okay. Should I say yeah. that was a good one. That was a good one. I, I can't, I can't complain about that one. Um, my pick that I pick for my Democratic candidate is somebody who's a little bit familiar on the scene, um, as far as political wise, but, uh, mostly is known for, uh, her actual, uh, pornographic history. And that is, uh, Cherry DeVille. And, uh, you know, Cherry DeVille is, uh, AKA Carolyn, uh, Paparazzi. Uh, for those who know or don't know, um, she's five five. She's a blonde. She's uh, buxom. She's got a, a big butt, and you know everything that you would like in a porn star. But she's actually a whole lot more than that. Um, she was born in uh, what was it North Carolina? Okay, yeah, North Carolina. So um, she's of French and Canadian descent, but she's naturally born in the United States. Uh, she actually grew up in Washington D.C. Uh, and also uh, Cape Cod, Massachusetts. So um, she, yeah, yeah. So um, she's actually kind of fun because she started, she didn't get into porn until like her mid-30s. So just for the fact of she's gone through like normal, pretty much raised childhood, um, didn't really have too many things out of pocket. 
Uh, she mm-hmm. rode horses. She was in ballet. She played in a band. She was a cheerleader for a couple of years. Uh, she was actually on swim swim team. And then mm-hmm. in 2011 is when she became a model. And uh, she actually began performing porn in about 2012. Uh, you know, she specialized in lesbian fare. Uh, she's been a part of top companies uh, all over the place. Uh, she's one of the most popular on a website called Twisties. Uh, she also plays drums. She teaches uh, swing dancing. Like she's all over the place when it comes to doing stuff, right? But the biggest right. thing she's known for as of late is she actually ran for presidency. She was running a Democratic candidacy um, to be a presidential candidate uh, for this, okay. this 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 go around. So for 2020 presidential bid, uh, she actually fell short because she couldn't build the momentum. Um, but she's got a lot of same views like uh, Bernie Sanders with uh, she can bring the funk like uh, Donald Trump. So, OK, she actually started a campaign. Um, she announced it uh, about roughly 17 months ago or so. And uh, she was actually running on the Democratic Party nomination. Uh, she didn't get picked up. Um, you know, she didn't have the lack. She didn't have support. Uh, she really did carry on a lot of views like um, legalization of marijuana, free education. She did want gun control. She did want net neutrality. Uh, she uh, was one of those that wanted to speak up for little, little guy. And her her thing was going pretty good and she blames the the stall out of her campaign on Stormy Daniels because of the whole um alleged scene with with Donald Trump and, and the sleeping with him and right. the whole NDA and that whole situation so she thought that that because of that and Stormy Daniels being connected to porn actually set her back in her campaign because everybody was having that negative view of porn all over again um, um yeah, so because of that, she felt like it really did hurt her stance is what she was talking about and, and how she was coming across, coming across with her views. So ultimately, she ended her campaign, uh, whether she's actually going to start it back up later on down the line. Um, that's That remains to be seen, but she has done some philanthropy work. Uh, she's definitely uh, uh, somebody who works in her community. Um, somebody who, who fights for people's rights and she didn't want to sit quiet. And I totally respect her for that. And I also respect her movies as well. So (laughs) (laughs) just say, I'll just say that. Um, with that being said, you know, that's definitely somebody that I can see holding their own stance because they've already done it. Uh, right. They already, you know, announced the candidacy. People didn't take her seriously at first, but then she got on the trail, started talking about her views. Some people liked it. Some people loved it. A lot of people hated it just because of her past background. But right. I think if you took the background out of the case, she actually might have made a pretty good stint at it. All right. And she's yeah. And that was one of the things that surprised me in my research. Like there was um, the the main actress from. Uh, uh, the Devil and Mrs. Jones, uh, the first part, she back in the, I want to say 80s, was actually ran as a vice president candidate for a libertarian candidate. So, like, yeah. it, there's been quite a few. I mean, it, I think it would surprise people more than you think uh, of the amount of people that have been adult actors that have tried to run for political, uh, for political candidacy, you know. 
Right. But but yeah, no, I I like the I like your pick for sure. So. And yeah, I didn't want to get into the titles, the movies that she's been in. Let's just say they've all been uh, of that adult status. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. For for the most part, um, what I will say is looking up this type of topic was definitely a, a stretch because, mm-hmm. like you said, there are people out there who have definitely ran campaigns and tried to go the political routes, but they weren't taken seriously. And I would like to see somebody of that stature do something to the point where they are taken seriously. And then you'll have to see, like, are they a, a formidable opponent or, you know, is this just another gag situation? Right. Um, no, I, I honestly would like to see the next, you know, campaign being ran by somebody who, who might hold some type of platform or stature. Um, and not just talking about porn, but just anybody in general. Like for a minute there, they were talking about trying to make The Rock run for a presidential <laughs> candidacy. And if Dwayne Johnson decided to do that, like some people would actually take him kind of seriously. Um, right. Just come on the rolls and, and he definitely knows how to speak and holds his stature. So you, know, you never know. That, that might actually come into the forefront here and now. But it, it remains to be seen. Right. Definitely no, for sure. Thing. But I like your pick, especially given the fact that it's from that old school 90s, 80s, 90s era. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like that, the Mark Wallace, the, uh, uh, what's her name? Vanessa Del Rio's, the, oh, Seika's, the, oh man, <laughs> you're going to get me started. For those who don't know, yeah, I grew up on porn. Um, I, Used to watch the Playboy Channel when it was free <laughs> back on <laughs> cable stations before they started charging premiums. Now, when it came to online, yeah, I was looking at all this stuff. I, I backed off of it like 95% of it um, just for the fact of, you know, every day kind of looks like the same. Somebody smashing their mom or some other situation is coming up out of it. Like, I miss the days when they were actually movies and you actually had to watch the plot and you had to see people act and and outside of just the sexual aspect of it. So definitely the vintage lover, a classic right. lover. I'm all about yeah. that. Barbara Air. Uh Nina Hartley came to mind uh when we were talking about, you know, uh, people who could run for a political office. She's definitely one who stands for LGBTQ uh uh thought processes. She's definitely one who stands for people's rights. Um you have the right to do what you want and how you want and when you want. Um, she's made a whole bunch of sexual how-to videos, just instructional videos on how to make everything safe and fun between couples. Um, it's definitely other individuals that are out here and, and have sustained their own lane as far as having a voice and people to listen to them. So, right. Yeah. What and and yeah, and that's like, like I was saying last week. I mean, they they have so many different things, and like, you know, there's people that you know have their own podcast or I mean I guess what's interesting is like yes social media has kind of brought down because you know you have the amateur video stuff and all that which you know you lose but in order for you to be a star in it you have to be able to do other things rather than just the adult acts because there's so much amateur stuff out there that you know you really do separate the, the people that are really 
passionate about it, you know, uh, and have a voice and have a reason for doing it different from people who are just doing it just to do it type of thing. Um, it, it feels like so for, for sure, but the, the, but, but yeah, but, and, and that's the thing, like I, I know there was a podcast that I had listened to where they were talking about um, uh, where one of the hosts on there was, you know, by, but like kind of, it, she talked about how, how, if you're in an open relationship, how that works. And really, it's not all fun and games like people think. It's more communication, and you have to be able to be a good communicator in order to have that work. Because if you don't be a good communicator, somebody feels hurt. Yeah. And and the whole point of it is to you know, have a relationship which takes communication, but an open relationship takes more communication than a normal relationship. Exactly. Because because if people you know aren't comfortable with what you're doing, then you know, their feelings going to get hurt regardless on how you have it, you know, the rules that you set before. You just have to constantly communicate about it. So, and, is- and, you know, I know this is probably going to come, like, out of left field with it, but who I most see, like, porn stars being like um, when it comes to, like, regular society-wise is, like, um, bartenders. And I say that it sounds funny, but in actuality, it makes kind of sense because bartenders have this uncanny knack to communicate with people, right? Um, they're, they're great listeners. They're great communicators. Some give great advice. Um, others just serve drinks and, and don't worry about exactly what's going on in the next person. Some really take their job seriously. And I see like porn stars being the same way, whereas they can be great communicators. They can, they can, um, you know, communicate on, on people's feelings, on their uh, uh, not just sexual preference, but mostly on exactly what needs to be done and how you need to do something because they've had a lot of practice and training on it. And, you know, they also are good actors because they, believe it or not, a lot of what you see going on, everybody thinks, oh, you're just in there and getting it pounded out. But in actuality, you know, there's 16 people on set. So, right. You know, you have to act like you're enjoying everything. You have to act a certain way and like everything is going on and, and there's nothing else involved in the situation. But in actuality, you know, you have to put on that that face. And same thing goes with being a politician. Same thing goes with being, you know, um, somebody who's of a public figure. You have to put on that face in order to show that everything is OK and that you're you're liking what you're doing. And even on the days that you're not. You have right. to be to put that best foot forward. And that I think that will work with diplomacy. I think that will work with um, you know, talking with, with leaders and, and talking with people as such. It's just the fact of when you have somebody that knows how to read people, it makes mm-hmm. it easier for them to communicate with that person. And I think this was this was a good topic to to stretch that. Yeah, for sure. So just <laughs> to kind of get on the serious side, just to ask. So um, kind of left field. So do you think, cause everything kind of comes in stages and, and I don't necessarily agree with it, but it's just kind of how life is sometimes. Um, you know, since we've had a black president and we're waiting on hopefully someday having a woman as president, do you think we're more likely to get a, a former adult actor in politics before we start getting 
like a, a trans or, I mean, I know that seems like that's kind of off topic, but I was just curious, like, no, it has to happen uh, at some point, right? I mean, yes, I, definitely. It has to happen at some point. And I think it has to happen more so from the fact of when we start getting open minded about, you know, people's choices and their lifestyle versus, um, you know, what we consider to be off, off balance. Like, right. You know, I was raised from a, from a, uh, I would say a religious background, but it never once made me question, um, who somebody was. I always took who they were for what they gave me. You know, if you show me who you are, I'm going to believe you the first time it goes around. So whether you were, um, wanting to be in a dress or whether you wanted to change your sexuality or whether you actually, you know, like the same sex or whatever the situation, it didn't matter to me. What mattered to me is how you treated me and how I treated you. And I think when people start going back to that mindset, uh, it will, it will work out in, in the favor of how people want it to. Like you'll, you'll actually see more trans individuals applying for these positions. You'll actually see more, um, it started off with the movement when, when we're talking about lesbianism and we're talking about gay and queer and the whole nine where you're now legalizing marriage. You're now going through these proper channels to, to adopt children and, and doing all this stuff. Like it's only a matter of time before America kind of wakes up on it. And gotcha. especially for me being somebody of, of, you know, what they consider on the outside looking in being a, a black male in America. Um, I definitely am one for seeing change when it comes to certain thought processes. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I, I can totally agree with that. So, but all right. Um, anything else or I was going to jump into the closing, closing stuff. <laughs> um, I don't know. I kind of uh -huh. like some of the serious stuff. Uh, I definitely <laughs> wanted to, to keep the porn aspect out of it. Like I didn't just want to be talking about butts and, and how many, how many right. partners you had at one time and no trains and nothing like that. So um, right. it's definitely cool. In fact, it, you know, you can take a topic that some people still consider to be taboo and, and put it with another topic that's always argumentative and, and see what comes out of it. <laughs> right. For, for sure. It, yeah. But it, yeah. And one plus it, it you know, hopefully the, the other part to that is like you, you can see and compare contrast to current actual people to other people. You're like, you know what? I really would rather take somebody, you know, run the adult industry rather than somebody else that's currently actually in that position. But yeah, it's just <laughs> you know, I think that's that's part of the reason why Trump got elected. It wasn't the fact that. He was the best candidate or it wasn't anything of that nature. It was the fact that he wasn't of the norm. And I think sure. that was the start. It started off with Obama. Um, it really went there when Hillary was running. Uh, kind of took his course from there. But more so, you know, now the Trump's in office, it really was like a cry to say, hey, we're, we're tired of you just giving us a whole bunch of BS. Like, don't play the politician role. Actually do something that's going to make a change. And I think right. that's what America was really looking for. And I think, you know, what we got out of it is an open opportunity for possibly the right person to come along and take candidacy. I'm not saying it's in this this particular campaign that's going on, 
But somewhere right. down the line, it's going to be open to where somebody's actually going to push that boundary and it's going to work. Right. Well, when I'm for sure, I mean, no way, no matter how you look at it, I mean, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. The, the, that facade of prim and proper presidency is gone. Now, you know, now we can actually, you know, if we wanted a president that came out holding a beer, you know, you know, nothing is too extreme now for the presidency to do. I mean, there are some stuff, but I mean, that facade has been cracked. It doesn't have to be the stoicness. You can yeah. be yourself in a sense. Yeah. And more yourself than than being the the uh, facade of past presidents in, in a sense. So, but yeah, and I think that's what I like about it most is I don't want to know what you say you can do. I, I want to know who you are. And I think you know currently we know what we got. <laughs> we, right. You know we know what's what's there. It, it's not a question of whether you can change or not. We're not talking about them changing. We're talking about what got them in the office and right. with future. You know, candidates of any position when we're talking about political bounds, the more human that you come across to people and not just for the sake of being nominated, but the fact that you actually seem like you care, the better off you'll be. Right. For sure. I, I agree with that. Okay. Well, this has been a tattoo far. You can find this on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and on our website, tattoofar.com, T A D. T-O-F-A-R dot com. Uh, we are part of the Sioux Empire Podcast Network. Uh, please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Bye. Bye. <laughs>